Hello, hello, ladies and gentlemen. This is your girl Mitzi, and this is Mitzi. Let's think about it. Today, we are thinking about the capabilities we have within ourselves. And trust me when I say I have a special guest today that truly has went past that barrier of what we think we are actually capable of doing. She is truly interesting. She's going to keep you thinking. So why don't I introduce her? And why don't you go ahead and fully introduce yourself? Hi, my name is Anne Hintz and I am a mother and a wife and a former software engineer and I live in California now. I'm originally from England, but I have developed some abilities that I didn't know were possible before. So I'm sharing my story because I want other people to know what's possible because I would have loved to have known 10, 15 years ago that what I can do now is possible. Yeah, most definitely. When I was reading up, I was looking more on your website. You are literally able to move parts of your body just by your mind. Is that right? Yeah, with my focused attention, I'm actually sensing, I'm feeling. It's not so much thinking. It's not so much the thinking mind. It's more the feeling mind. Mm, Okay. Can you elaborate a little bit more on that process? (laughs) Yeah. So there's three real big parts to my journey. And I couldn't have done what I do now without going through those first parts, which fits in more with your story, right? With the emotions. So I had a lot of trauma in childhood, not more than other people, but, you know, trauma. You know, we had a house fire. So I woke one morning and saw the flames coming into my room. I went to a boys boarding school. So I had a lot of teasing. I had a dad with anger issues and both my parents were alcoholics in my teenage years. And when I was 19, I woke up one morning and found my mother dead on the bathroom floor. So, you know, things just built up over the years. And it wasn't until I was in my late 30s that that I realized that I was probably a little more reactionary than most people are. I actually had a business altercation with a couple of other mothers and they said I'd done something wrong. And they were very self-confident, self-assured, authority type women. And I was this scared mother inside. And they told me I'd done something wrong and my mind just spun out of control. It just went over and over what they'd said and what I had said. And I just couldn't let it go. And that was when I realized, okay, I don't think other people would react this intensely to something that really wasn't a big deal. And that's when I realized, well, maybe there's something from childhood. Maybe I'm reacting in a similar way that I would react when my dad told me I'd done something wrong. So that was my first inkling that I could look at something, I could do something else. Yeah, and that makes sense. That makes perfect sense. So in that time frame, I went to a doctor's appointment and he was a medical holistic I'm physician more than a lot of people. And he recognized that I was more stressed than I should be. And so he asked me on a scale of zero to 10, what my stress level was. And it was an eight, I said. And then he asked me why. And that's when I realized that it was finding my mother dead on the bathroom floor, which is nearly two decades prior at this point, because the tears were still just under the surface. I hadn't dealt with them. And so he happened to know this technique that is called EFT, which is short for emotional freedom technique. And it's also called tapping because we're tapping on different places in our body as we're talking through something. So he worked with me. He tapped with me about my mother's death for about 15 minutes. And I walked away from that appointment being able to tell the story of her death in my mind now for the first time ever without the tears there 
And that was the first time I realized that we hold those memories and those emotions stuck physically inside our body and that we can let them go. And I was so excited to find something that seemed to really make a difference. So I went home that day. I went online. I learned everything I could about it because it was given away for free. So anyone can learn how to do it. And I wanted to check it out because I was actually a software engineer. I like to know things work before I invest my time in them. Mm -hmm. So one of the things that really helped was the person who developed it, Gary Craig, used to be a chemical engineer. So I already had some belief in it, but I wanted to check it out. So I had a 17-year-old cat at home at the time. We'd just been told his kidneys were starting to fail. He was getting old. And uh, we were told he needed a daily saline shot. And I was the one who had to give him that shot. And the first time I did it, my hand was shaking so badly. I was so scared of giving him this shot that I knew I wasn't going to be able to do it every day. So I decided to try out this technique, EFT. So I tapped about it. I tapped about every aspect of it, which is part of what you do with EFT. So I tapped about my hand shaking. I tapped about my fear of giving him the injection. And I tapped about all the memories I had from all the injections I'd had because we I, we lived across the world in many different places. And so I had lots of injections. And the next day, when I gave him that shot, the needle just slid right in. All that fear that I had been holding inside of me had just disappeared. And so that's when I realized two things. I realized EFT is deceptively powerful. It doesn't look like it's doing much, but it really is. And I realized that the freedom was on the other side of that fear. And that is where I wanted to be. So for me, that was a huge incentive. So I started using EFT every day. I started noticing when I was feeling emotional, which I'm sure, as you know, is like a step in itself, right? To actually be able to stand back and say, oh, look at me. I'm actually feeling frustrated right now rather than getting caught up in the frustration itself. Yeah, so that's a step. And I found it got easier as the days went by. As I did more and more tapping, it was easier to notice when I was getting emotional. So I just started tapping and I could sense things changing, which was fun. And I wanted more of that. So I wrote down every emotional memory I could think of from my childhood. And I tapped through one each night for about an hour to an hour and a half each night. And over this time frame, I could tell that things were shifting. I was getting less reactionary. I was more peaceful inside. My mind was getting quieter. It wasn't as judgmental or as critical, which was really fun. <laughs> and what I realized is EFT is actually opening up the subconscious mind and it's expanding our awareness. So when I started this process, I wasn't aware of my emotions even during the day, but I started to become aware of the emotions. Then at a deeper level, I started to become aware of the physical sensations underneath the emotions. Because we'll talk about emotions in terms of the words like frustration or anger or sadness. But what we're really describing is how we're holding ourselves. Yeah, because when you look at someone, you can tell if they're angry or sad because they're holding themselves in a particular way. And we can become aware of those tensions that we're holding inside of ourselves. I'm not sure yet. Are you aware of that? Do you feel those emotions inside your body? Sometimes I'm able to catch my emotions and I'm able to recognize when I'm stepping into an emotion, yes. And other times I don't. And then I realize it when it's either too late or when it's already, I'm done with the emotion. You know what I'm saying? So that's where I'm trying to 
learn how to recognize the emotion sooner instead of giving reason for the emotion and allowing it to linger on. So when you're aware of an emotion, so give me an idea of some kind of emotion. Like if I'm upset at someone, then I, sometimes I'm aware of why I'm upset and where it's coming from and all of that. So when I'm but upset- Can you feel it? So can you feel it in your body? Yeah, I could feel it in my body. I could feel my blood pressure rising. I could feel I could feel like this rise coming within me that's just rising up. I don't know where it's necessarily coming from, but it's like coming up and it's just once it's in my head, it's like full blown. And then I have to like recognize it to like push it away. Yeah. Okay. So that was really good because what I realized once I became aware of that, like that rising up sensation, I realized I don't want to push it away. I actually want to feel it. I want to feel the feelings. I was really used to pushing things away, right? I'd done that for 50 years. I'd suppressed everything for such a long time. I didn't know how to feel it. Now, EFT is great in that because that's what I use first. So I would tap about the feeling or what I felt about the other person. And the tapping itself allows that tension to release from the body. But when I became aware of those physical sensations of that rising up that you were talking about, then I could go deeper and I just wanted to feel. I was actually in a group at the time and the guy said, it's all about feeling your feelings. So, okay, at some point I could feel where my feelings were. So I wanted to try and feel them and just allow them to rise up and just accept them. And I realized when I did this over and over again, that they would actually release. The energy would actually release from the body, which was a different sensation, right? When we're not used to doing it, it's kind of scary because we don't know what's going to happen. Yeah, you really don't know what's going to happen. When it happens, it's like... Right, and we want to automatically push them down because that's what we're used to doing. But maybe next time, see if you can actually allow it to rise up and see what happens. And then what I would do is I would think the same thought over and over again and do the same thing and just allow it to rise up and be felt and then think the thought again, allow it to rise up and be felt and it would shift. It would dissipate. This energy inside would actually leave my body. So I started using this every day instead of tapping. I'd start feeling my feelings. And then in the evening, instead of doing this hour to hour and a half tapping on my childhood, I worked with more collective traumas because we all have our own experience, right? With 9-11, I had my own emotions and feelings that I kept inside of me. So I bring those memories to mind and feel all that rising up, all those emotions rising up, just allow them to be felt. They would dissipate. They would leave. And when you say tapping, you mean like you're literally just tapping on yourself? Do you tap on a certain spot when you feel a certain way? Or do you just tap all over? You just like... No, there's a specific set. EFT has a specific set of places that we tap. Same ones each time. And they're the ends of different meridian systems. So you're essentially covering the whole body, all the energy systems, by tapping on these specific points. And it's about 10 points. The karate chop point on the side of the hand is the first one. Then the crown point on the top of the head, the beginning of the eyebrow, the bone on the edge of the eye, the bone under the eye, on the upper lip, on the chin, on the collarbone and under the arm where the brass strap goes across. That's the series of points. And we just tap on them again and again using the same thought or the same belief or the same memory until the emotion has just dissipated from the body. Wow. It's amazing to me how someone can be experiencing something and then think to themselves, let me just start tapping to see if it'll do anything. And then they did and it resulted into this. This is a 
amazing to me. I mean, and nobody really knows. I mean, I, my circle never knew about it. Or I would have known. I mean, this is crazy to me how that someone can really just start thinking maybe a type of vibration needs to be placed on the body so that it can release the energy that's within you right it releases the energy that's stored in the nervous system and yeah it is so then uh, there's feeling the feelings is like a deeper level of tapping so i would just keep feeling the feelings and then at some point one of the times i was laying on the sofa and feeling these collective traumas at some point i realized that you keep my awareness inside my body after the tension had dissipated which was really weird I've never heard of it before. Obviously, I've never experienced it before. And the only way I can kind of explain it to you is imagine you have a toothache or a stomachache. You can pinpoint with your mind or with your sensing where that pain is coming from. Mm-hmm. But once the pain has gone, you can't find that place again inside. You can't feel that place again. I found that I could do that. And mm-hmm. so I could do it once. So could I do it again? And I found I could. And then I was just playing around. So what can I do now that I can put my awareness inside? And I realized I could move it around. So I would move my awareness around and I could feel where there was tension or whether where there was no tension. So then I would focus on tension and I would just hold my awareness on it. And I noticed it would shift. It would dissipate a little bit. So I would do it over and over again. So now I'm doing at a deeper level of awareness what I was doing with the feeling of feelings and even deeper than EFT. Right now I'm deep inside my body. So I just started doing this all over my body. And it took many, many months, but eventually I got my awareness inside my head, which was eye-opening to me because the amount of pain and the amount of tension and forces pulling my bones out of alignment in my head were just incredible. And I had lived 50 years with this pain and tension inside my head. And I had no idea it was there because my awareness had not been that deep. But at this point, I had this technique I could use. So I just focused on the tension or the pain and it would release a little bit. Then I'd do it again and again and again. And over time, which is over months and now years, I would actually feel things release and I would actually feel my bones have a deep inner release of tension. You know, it felt really good (laughs) to release tension that's been stored in the body for so long. And then I had these x-rays taken last year compared to 2013. And you can see the bones have actually shifted. So I could feel them shifting, but to actually see that on an x-ray was really nice. And so I can actually see that my bone sockets shifted and have aligned and my jaw was way off to the side. It's now more centered. My neck's been bent since I was born. My whole body's been twisted because I was born with my foot up against my shin. And so that is releasing and it's much straighter than it was. And as a result, I've grown half an inch at 55, which is really nice. Wow. That's so amazing to me. I'm extremely baffled right now. I guess my next question is when you're doing the tapping, are there certain like pressure points like you have to meet for certain areas in your body? You know what I mean? Would you do like a lighter tap in certain areas of your body versus a deeper tap? Or is that more so for when you are dealing with a certain emotion? Would you go deeper versus lighter? Does that make sense? Yeah, no, the tapping is pretty much the same because you're just trying to create a 
interrupt into the nervous system of the body. You don't actually know where that emotion is held necessarily, right? So tapping on all the different points is going to address it because it's held somewhere in the body. So what I've realized, you know, because I can get so deep inside that it's, I believe it's all held in the connective tissue of the body, which is all connected, right? The connective tissue is called connective tissue for a reason. <laughs> it's, it's all connected. So if releasing the tension somewhere in the body, we don't actually know where it's going to release. When I'm working now at this deepest level and I release some tension in my left cheek, right, I'm focusing on the pain in my left cheek and releasing it there. The release actually might happen on the right side of my neck, or it might even happen in my right foot, right? So that's because it's all connected. So if we're working with these specific points with the tapping, we don't know where it's going to release. So we just work through all the points. Mm, okay. And when you're going through your traumas, how do you necessarily deal with it? You know what I'm saying? Like, how do you not allow yourself to get stuck in the trauma and in the memory? You know, is it by the tapping that causes you to refocus on the tapping or how does that necessarily work because it's interesting how you said that you would allow yourself to experience the trauma and allow yourself to replay it over and over again so that the more that you replay it the less control and the less emotions that you felt with it so my thing is how do you necessarily allow yourself not to get stuck in that process you know what i'm saying or did right. you yeah. have a coach there alongside you I know a lot of people do like to have a coach, you know, EFT practitioners that can help people. I like to do things on my own. So I did most, if not all of the work on my own. But to me, having that experience with my cat really showed me that the freedom is beyond it, right? So I know the pain is going to release if I keep doing it. I know those tears are going to stop if I keep doing it. But if I'm too afraid to actually go there, that's where I am. I'm in a place of fear, right? So I would tap on, I'm afraid to look at this trauma, right? I would tap and allow the fear of looking at the trauma to release first. Then it becomes easier to look at the trauma. So part of the process of this whole journey is actually finding our truth. It's so hard to really hone in on our truth, right? Because if I'm stuck in being afraid of looking at my trauma, I might not actually do the work. But if I can stand back and say, oh, look at me, I'm actually afraid of looking at my trauma. That's where I'm standing right now in a place of fear. Then I can tap on the fear and let the fear go rather than getting caught up in the fear and allowing that to stop me doing the work. Yeah, that's amazing. Oh my goodness, this is very interesting to me because I'm just thinking to myself how this can really work. You know what I mean? Obviously it works because you're proof of it. You have x-rays to show the difference. And I'm just amazed because imagine how much people can really save time and energy if they were like diagnosed with something that they thought that they couldn't really handle and manage and they possibly can get rid of it by just doing something like this by just connecting within themselves because it sounds like that's what you're really doing is that you're more so connecting within yourself you know having more of a relationship and understanding within yourself to be able to know where everything is coming from is that right Absolutely. Yes. It's awareness of ourselves at a deeper and deeper level. Yeah. So I can tell where the pain and tension is inside of me and I can work on it. It's actually releasing dis-ease inside the body, right? It's releasing tension or dis-ease inside the body. So yes, if we can become aware of it, then we can work on it ourselves. But even if we're going to say, if we're going to a doctor and we're afraid 
of what we're going to find out, right? We can work with the emotions, right? So we can tap on being afraid of what I'm going to find out, right? We, whatever our truth is in that moment, we can tap and allow ourselves to let it go and come back to peace because that in itself then changes us. Yeah. So is it kind of like a meditation because you're focusing your mind and while you're tapping, you know what I mean? Like it's not technically saying a meditation, but is it kind of like a form of meditation because you kind of, you really have to really focus for it when you're tapping. Does that make sense? It can be called like a form of meditation, yes. And it actually allow me to hone my awareness, my attention. And the tapping helps with that because we're, we're, we're tapping and we're always bringing ourselves back to whatever it is we're working on. So if we're working on some particular emotion, right, I'm afraid, we can just use the words, I'm afraid, I'm afraid, I'm afraid, I'm afraid. You just keep using the same words to bring the feeling back in the body. So yeah, over time, it allowed myself the ability to focus deeply. Yeah. And it got easier and easier to do as time went on. Yeah, thank you. I was just trying to make more sense in my mind. So maybe that's what I think of to help me understand. But in reality, the way that you're describing it, it's really its own entity. You know, it's really its own little subdivision. If people want to say that because it requires a different type of focus. It, it requires a different type of acknowledgement and acceptance to not only experience your emotion, but to acknowledge your emotion and to really face it headstrong. And I think a lot of people are afraid to face it and deal with it because they don't want to look in their closet. You know what I mean? And nobody wants to look in their skeleton closet. <laughs> right. And we're taught so much not to feel our feelings, right? We're, we're told don't hate. But you know, if we actually tap on how we really do feel, if we really do hate something or someone, then we allow that hate to actually leave our body. But if we're suppressing it, we're keeping inside. And I would much rather have it gone than actually have hate inside of me. That's true. It's because a lot of people don't want to accept the negative emotions and the negative outcomes that happens. People refuse to acknowledge that, yeah, sometimes you are mean. Sometimes you can hate. Sometimes you can be rude. Sometimes you self can be whatever, but you have to accept it to be able to acknowledge that's not all of you. It's a part of you. And I feel like that's kind of what you're doing. You're saying, I'm afraid. I'm afraid. And you're tapping while you're saying it, but it doesn't mean that's all of you. That doesn't mean that's just the whole you. Yeah. That part of you is a afraid but now you're no longer afraid because now you know why you're afraid and where it's coming from so thank you for that it yeah. really helped me see it in a different perspective it's really really interesting my mind is just like going and going and going like oh my goodness <laughs> yeah well one of the things i realized is that each step of my journey it's all been about what you said about acceptance right accepting the emotions that i'm feeling accepting then at the deeper level accepting those physical sensations and then now the deepest level accepting the tension because the soon as it's fully accepted is when the shift happens feeling fear and we fully accept that we're feeling fear and that's okay that we're feeling fear that's when i can tell like with me that's when i take a deep breath it's when a shift happens but we're just so used to pushing it away yeah. that that we never get that shift we never get to release it yeah that's so true it makes me realize i need to release a lot of things <laughs> <laughs> well, one of the things i love about your podcast is you have different episodes about different emotions right yeah. so even that is one of the things that i did along the way um 
went through a list of emotions. So I would tap on one particular emotion one day. I would just tap on that emotion, right? Maybe it's spite, right? That's an emotion that we can experience being spiteful or jealous. I would tap on one emotion at a time. And because my subconscious mind had opened, so I couldn't really have done this as well at the beginning, but later on, I could just tap on one of these emotions and then all the memories of every time I'd experienced that emotion would come up as it was being released from the body. So you're absolutely right. Because every time I go through a certain emotion, I feel myself and I can pinpoint myself in that exact moment when I experience jealousy, when I experience hate, when I experience fear, when I experience shame, and it makes it real again for me. And I think it's been also healing for me as well, because I've been acknowledging all of those emotions that I haven't been acknowledging or accepting. And I thank you for acknowledging that as well, because that's the whole point is for us to really accept and understand understand and acknowledge what our emotions are doing through us and for us and with us and by our side, you know, and people don't realize our emotions have a really bigger impact on ourselves than what people really can really comprehend and understand. And I think it's because like you said, people are so used to pushing things away and suppressing it, that it gives them the reason not to claim it, acknowledge it and accept it to reflect on it. So I think that what you're doing to try to help people is truly, truly amazing. And I applaud you for that. I guess to start wrapping up my show so it doesn't cut us off, what would be some great advice that you can possibly give myself or my audience that may want to know more about this or may want to know more on how to do this? Well, one of the things I really took along the way was I realized that we are a signal and that we're emitting the signal every second of every day and we're attracting back into our future things based on our signal. So if we're keeping everything stuck inside, that's part of our signal. We're going to attract the same emotions back again. So I would recommend people start noticing what they're feeling during the day. And then you can do, you can even take a deep breath, right? That will change your signal, right? Bring you back to peace. And then you're attracting more peace into your future. Or you can learn something like EFT. And that's where I started. Now I have a demonstration of EFT on my YouTube channel. So you can go there. There's also a demonstration of feeling your feelings if you're already aware of those physical sensations and want to work with that. But any of those techniques will bring you back to peace in the moment. And it doesn't matter if you're watching the news or you're listening to other people argue. If you're feeling anything, you can always bring yourself back to peace. And that in itself will change your future. Mm, wow how amazing oh there you go ladies and gentlemen you guys heard it first from Anne's voice to y'all's ears (laughs) i'm telling you this has really been mind-boggling to me and i haven't had somebody made me really think for a while so i thank you for that because this has really made me think in a way that really gives you yourself your control back and really gives yourself your power back and anybody who is needing that again and needing to feel that sense of control within themselves because you feel like you just lost yourself you know go check out Anne's website i have a beautiful picture on, on my own website under special guys you can find a link to her website she has videos she has so much information there that can truly be helpful and if you want to know more specifically reach out to Anne. she is a delight to speak to she really puts things in a way that really makes you consider it for yourself and to really understand you know some people can talk and you won't be able to understand a word they say but and she truly makes it understandable for you any layman terms she got you <laughs> well thank you ladies and gentlemen thank you Anne, for your time and stay tuned for more y'all bye Bye.